Welcome to episode number 219 of the Engineering Career Coach Podcast, the first podcast dedicated to helping engineers and technical professionals with both their personal and professional development. In this episode, I will be speaking with Matthew Gaddy, who is an engineer and a productivity consultant. Yes, you heard me right. We're going to help you start 2020 in a more productive way. Matthew helps engineers manage projects more effectively through a variety of different productivity strategies that he will run through. I'm your host, Anthony Fasano. I am a licensed professional engineer who practiced as an engineer, but decided I wanted to focus more on inspiring engineers rather than doing the engineering myself. So since then, I've written a book entitled Engineer Your Own Success and now travel the world helping engineers. And at the Engineering Management Institute, we've developed hundreds of free podcast episodes which can be found on our website at engineeringmanagementinstitute.org and on iTunes and YouTube. I really like this topic of productivity and, and first of all, Happy New Year. And I'm hoping to make it a Happy New Year for you by sharing this interview with Matthew because whenever you want to improve on something and you look at the different possibilities, right? You only have a finite amount of time and energy on where you can improve and where you could focus your development efforts. Becoming more productive is always a good bet. Because if you become more productive, you often can affect many parts of your career and life that will improve, that will get better. You'll be able to accomplish more. And so that's why I wanted to focus on productivity for this first episode. And Matthew is perfect to help us with that. Before we do jump into the episode today, I do just want to mention something. And I mentioned this on our recent episode of the Civil Engineering Podcast, one of our other podcasts. A lot of times people really get keyed on their goals towards the end of the year or the beginning of the year to set themselves up for a productive year. I don't have a problem with that. In fact, in the past, you've heard me on the podcast talk about the importance of goals and goal setting, but I've kind of changed the philosophy a little bit, at least my philosophy or EMI's philosophy on goal setting in that instead of really having this year-end session where you do your goal setting for the following year, we work in quarters now. We are reflecting on our Q4 goals and setting goals for 2020 Q1 right now, but to set your goals for the entire year is a little bit of a stretch, just because a year is a long time. If you have a goal that's going to span a year, that may be fine, but start with the first quarter and say, what's one component of that goal? So it's just something to think about and to look into a little bit is your goal setting process. And don't become anxious or nervous because you feel like, oh, it's the end of the year. I got to set all my goals for 2020. That's not the case. Just focus in quarterly increments and then every quarter, check in on those goals and then make adjustments and reset new goals for the following quarter, which may include some that you didn't quite finish yet or a mix of new and older goals that you've been working on. If your goals for this year are focused around becoming a better engineering manager, I want to remind you about the next session of our Engineering Management Accelerator online workshop. This is people skills training for young and aspiring engineering managers. The next session starts in mid-February. You can check out the details and get enrolled at engineer2manager.com. That's engineer2manager.com. We're also launching a sister program, the Project Management Accelerator course, so that we can help engineering managers build both people and project management skills. So more on that coming soon. Now, let me just tell you a little bit more about our guest for today's episode, Matthew Gaddy. Matthew helps engineers who are overwhelmed by work, does that sound familiar, become 
productive and positive professionals. His goal is to help people become the most productive and positive version of themselves because he believes that when you are productive and positive, you create your best work. His coaching program will help to transition you from being overwhelmed by what you have to do into an engineer who is truly productive. Matthew received his Bachelor of Electrical and Electronics Engineering in 2017 from the University of Texas at Arlington and currently works at Encore Electric Delivery as a distribution standards engineer. Now, I'd like to bring you into my conversation with Matthew with a quote that's applicable to today's topic. The quote's from Paul J. Meyer. Productivity is never an accident. It is always the result of a commitment to excellence, intelligent planning, and focused effort. Now I'm excited to welcome our guest on to today's episode of the Engineering Career Coach, Matthew Gaddy. Matthew is an engineer himself, but also a productivity coach for engineers. Matthew, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me, Anthony. I appreciate it. And thank you for inviting me and being able to share and just be in front of a new platform. So I appreciate you having me on here. Oh, for sure. We're excited to have you. Productivity is a big, something that we're really focused on and always helping engineers to be more productive, which we'll get into. But before we do, Matthew, tell our listeners a little bit about you, about your career, just so they can get a feel for what you do as an engineer. So I am 26. I'm in the Dallas-Fort Worth area working for a utility company. I work in the distribution standards department. Basically, what does that mean? I make glorified instructions for the power lines and things that you see. A big part of my job is making sure that our standards are written in a way that they're safe, they're compliant to the regulations that we have, and also looking at new technology that's coming by. Distribution and utility space is an older space, but as technology has progressed, there's new and more equipment that's available, and looking at it and evaluating to see what is profitable for us, what can we change, and also look down 15 years in the future to say, this might not be a big deal now, this might be a big deal 10 years from now, and how can we address it and prepare ourselves for it? So that's basically what I do professionally, if you want to call it that. That's interesting stuff there. So let's talk about productivity. Productivity is something you're passionate about. That's how I found you on LinkedIn. You're constantly looking to help engineers to be more productive. How did you become so interested in productivity? It started when I was actually in college. I enjoyed engineering and it took up a lot of my time. I enjoyed how in-depth it was, but a lot of times I didn't feel like doing homework. I didn't feel like studying. So I said, all right, how can I get the most out of my time and spend the least amount of time doing it? And that was kind of my intro into productivity. How could I get the most out of what I'm doing with the least amount of input time? And that kind of carried over into my professional career as well. When you are looking at productivity and you're looking at what makes a productive employee? It's about production. It's about output. It's not about how much time you sit in your office. It's not about your eight-hour workday. It's about what is coming out of your office. What can you stamp your name on and say, I finished this? And that's something that really was passionate to me. And being able to carry these practices that I learned in college over to my professional career, it's really helped me in my learning. It's helped me in my production. It's helped me just being recognized as someone, hey, if you need this done, give it to him. If you need a particular project needs to be worked on, give it to them. Why? Because you are continually producing outputs. You're not just in your office for eight hours and say, yo, I did a hard work day. I've been here all day. It's like, no, what can you say that I have produced this particular day? And what can you attach your name to? What? And I feel like that's the real big thing about productivity. It's not about time. It's about production. 
Yeah, I love that because myself practiced as a consulting engineer for a long time. And a lot of times the theory is you have to work a certain number of hours a week if you're going to get promoted, if people think that you're going to be a manager or a leader in the company. I never felt good about that because to your point, you know, I could sit here all day and accomplish nothing, or I can come in and work for a couple of hours and produce a lot. In fact, I'm really interested in productivity like you. And one summer, I remember I had to spend a few weeks with my kids away. And I was like, you know what? I only have a couple hours to work each day. And what I noticed during that time period is that I got so focused around what I could accomplish in those couple of hours. You know, I kind of focused on those, you know, 80, 20, those big drivers of things that I really drove success forward. And it made me realize is that like, you really don't need a whole day as long as you're focusing on the right things, I think, to your point. So I would assume that kind of once that became interesting to you, you started learning more about productivity and things of that nature. Is that right? Yes. So I'm continually learning. I'm always learning about productivity in general, learning about attention, learning about focus, energy management, type things like that. And one book that really stuck out to me was The Productivity Project by Chris Bailey. It's an excellent book. I encourage everybody to read it if you're interested in becoming more productive and looking at productive more as a macro than a micro. And the more I've learned and the more that I've been able to implement, like I said before, production has continued to increase. And when production increases, it gives you time to do other things. As I was walking around the office, I'm finished now and I'm just walking around. Hey, what's going on, guys? You begin to hear conversations. You begin to hear people say things like, I would love to get this accomplished, but I don't have enough time to do it. Or I have so many emails I have to work on. I'm not getting to this important thing that's over here. Or even more so, there are certain projects that we all have that are on our goals and objectives list. They're on some sort of metric that's used to see, hey, if you complete these things, you did a great job. You know, you have your zero, your one to five. And if you want to be a five, you have to get this thing done. Behind that five, behind that completion is also, you know, promotions, raises, accolades, all kinds of things like that. And my passion is to help people be able to complete those particular projects to get those accolades. Because once you have a plan in place, it's easy for you to take that particular plan and apply it to other things. And as I continue to learn, I want to be able to be the guinea pig. Let's test things out. Let's see what actually works and share that with other people so that they can experience the same things that I've experienced in my own life and be able to reap the rewards from that. That's my big thing. I want to help people become better engineers through productivity. It's not just something that I want to hold on to and be like, yo, I did a hundred and y'all did zero. So I'm automatically the best because that helps nobody. Because At the end of the day, I only have a couple hours and I really don't want to do everybody's job. So how can I help everyone else be as productive as they can be in their environment and what they're working on? That's great. And the fact that you are an engineer and you practice as an engineer means you can really apply these things that you're trying in real life, you know, engineering situations. And this is true if it's going to work or not, because you're trying it, you're applying it in engineering situations as opposed to just saying, I read this book, you should try this. And so I think that that's really valuable. Let's talk about productivity coaching for a minute. Just because someone might need productivity coaching doesn't necessarily mean they're a bad engineer. Is that right? No, no. And that's a big hurdle for some people. When you, you present coaching, you present help to someone. And the first thing they think is, oh my gosh, I don't suck. I can do my job. I haven't gotten fired yet. I think it's in just people's heads. And by accepting help, you're accepting that you're inferior. And that's completely not the case. You look at world-class anything, athletes, engineers, politicians, anybody you want to look at, they all have people on their team that are helping them become better at certain areas. Because you are an engineer, you might have a specialty and I don't know, uh, let's say you have a specialty in electronic PCB board design. 
if I need a PCB board design, I'm going to come to you. Does that mean that I'm inferior in that? It's like, no, but you have more experience in that area. So when you are looking to be more productive, why not go to someone who spent more time than you have in productivity, looking at it, researching, implementing? And by doing that, you're being helped in that particular area. Now, you're not inferior. You're not worse than. You're not doing anything else. But coaching is one thing that can take you to the next level, per se, because your coach and whether that's a productivity coach or any type of coach has more experience in that area. And they're able to share some of the knowledge and the hours and the studies and all things that they're doing with you help you become better and you shorten that distance between where you are now and where you want to be. Yeah, that's great. And what I like about this idea of productivity coaching is that if someone's going to invest in coaching, obviously you need to think about what the return on investment is. There's nothing in my opinion that can return more than improving your productivity as long as you're focused on the right things, which we'll talk about. But if you become more productive and you're getting more and better results, I mean, really every aspect of your career and life should improve. I mean, you get promotions, you could make more money, you can find more clients, you can become a technical expert in a certain field, generate a bunch of research papers or do a bunch of talks or whatever the case may be. So for me, just personally, if I'm looking at, you know, how do I want to improve myself? Productivity is always a good bet or a good investment because it can help you in so many different areas of your career and of your life by becoming more productive. So Matt, let's talk about the difference between being busy and being productive, which I think is something that engineers, in fact, I know from working with a lot of engineers that they often confuse these two things or think that they're the same. Yes. The busy versus productivity conversation is something that is, it's not difficult, but if you don't see it, you miss it. You don't see the forest for the trees. So busy is simply doing things. You're continually doing things. You're answering emails. You're taking phone calls. You are doing different studies. You're going to meetings, things like that. In and of themselves, are those things bad? No, they're not. The difference between being busy, like we talked about before, and being productive is what is the result? When you are being productive, you're consistently producing a result. So if you're answering emails, you're answering emails to get a result. Whatever that goal is, whatever that project is, this particular email is getting me closer to that. You've been productive in that particular venture. When you're being busy, you're simply just doing more things. You're kind of almost running with no direction. And when you're running with no direction, it's very easy to get lost in what you're doing and lose focus on where you actually need to go. Busy is kind of like, like we talked about before, kind of running with no course. You are just running in a direction and you're looking for the finish line. You can't find it. When you finally realize, you know, the finish line is the other direction. You know that, right? You've been running for an hour and a half the wrong way. But productivity is running in a direction that will bring you closer towards your particular goal. And so my encouragement for everybody, I'm sorry, I, I coach, so I'm trying to give stuff away. Look at your actions, look at what you're doing and say, is this thing I'm doing right now going to lead me to a particular goal? And if the answer is yes, continue to do it, do it well, do it with fervor. If the answer is no, think about, do I have to do this at all? Because this is something that's not benefiting me in any way. Could I use this time, this time that we can't get back to do something that could actually boost my career? Could it actually give me a result that's better than what I'm doing right now? So evaluation time, look at what you're doing and say, what is this? How is this going to take me? And how can it get me closer to where I want to be? I started the episode today with my favorite quote, which is from Peter Drucker, which is, efficiency is doing things right. Effectiveness is doing the right things. 
And so a lot of times as engineers, we want to be efficient. We want to check a lot of boxes throughout the course of the day. Like Matthew said, is, you know, we're busy, we're doing a lot of things, which can make you feel productive. But in essence, it really goes back to what you said earlier, Matthew, it's about results and it's about what you're accomplishing is ultimately producing. And so that's why for me, in terms of when I decide I want to work on for the day, I might have a list of 10, 15 things to do, but I try to start the day working on the things that will generate the biggest results and are the most important things. Because you know, I know, and everybody listening to this episode knows that once the day starts, a whole bunch of things happen that can take away your focus and you can get distracted with. And so that prioritization, so to speak, or making sure that your tasks, like you suggested, are moving you in the right direction are super, super critical. So all that being said, talk to me a little bit about a productivity mindset, because I know that before you can really be productive, you've got to start thinking the right way. And thinking the right way, having a productivity mindset is one where you are, it's it's kind of a duality. You're thinking about what you're doing, and you're also thinking about where you're going. You have to have your result. It's very hard to define productivity and when you don't have a particular goal that you're shooting for. You have no target. Any action can be productive or non-productive depending on what you the goal is. So when you're having a productivity mindset, don't look at it as I'm writing this email. Think of it as I'm taking a step closer to the completion of XYZ, whatever that XYZ is. You want to make sure that you're looking micro and macro at the same time. A good way to do that is ask yourself, sit down and be, hey, what do I want to get out of this particular position? Do I really want to become a manager? Do I want to become an SME? Do I want to, what types of accomplishments do I want to have at the end of the year? And then you're able to tailor your daily actions to reach these particular goals. And you have your goals, the things you want to do in the year, the things you want to have in this position, your career goals, all those things are your goals. And you can tailor the experiences and the daily activities that you have to Make them steps to reach those particular goals. A productivity mindset is one where you're evaluating each task. I don't want to say you're evaluating each task in a way to say, will this get me to where I want to be? Because like we talked about, productivity is about results. Where do you want to be? How do you take steps towards that? And those are your productivity steps. Everything else, if it falls by the wayside, it falls by the wayside, but you know that, hey, These things, while they may be great, they may be good, they may be fun, they may be important, they may be informational, they're not getting me where I want to go. And when you have that goal and you know which way you're supposed to go, you have that path you can follow, everything begins to fall in line because now you have a method to judge everything that comes on your plate. You're not running around with your head cut off being busy because someone gave you something to do, you can say, no, I can't do that right now, or deprioritize that thing because I have other things on my plate will actually help me to where I want to go, get to where I want to go. It kind of hits back to what you were saying. Once the day starts, it's free game. You never know what email you're going to get. You never know what type of phone call you're going to get. And you want to make sure that you have a basis and you're rooted the entire time because when the wind is blowing and phone calls are coming in and people are running in out of your office, if you don't have a basis of what I'm trying to achieve, you'll be blown away by the wind of all the other tasks that you have to do. So figure out what your goals are. Think micro and macro. Macro being where are my goals? Where do I want to be? Micro, how can this get me to where I want to go? And be firm in that. Be, be resolute in that. And don't be blown away by the winds of change and the winds of phone calls and emails and requests during the day. 
That's great. It's almost like you have to apply this filter to your thinking and that everything that comes across your desk or everything you're thinking about or, or thinking about working on, you have to approach it from this productivity mindset in terms of what results am I going to get from working on this so that you don't kind of get lured into doing things that are really, again, more efficient than effective. Exactly. Right. Like busy work that's, that's not driving you forward. All right. So this is all great stuff. We've, we're focusing a lot here on productivity today, of course. We Just to summarize this quick, and then we're going to jump into our Take Action Today segment and wrap this up with Matthew and give you something that you can do immediately to start being more productive. We talked today about just because you might need help with some productivity or some productivity coaching doesn't mean you're a bad engineer. It just means you want to become a little bit more effective in what you're doing in terms of productivity. We talked about the difference between being busy and productive. Busy means you're doing a lot of things, you're checking a lot of boxes, but it doesn't mean that these things are effective and that they're results-driven. So that's really important to think about. And then the last thing that we talked about was coming at the day or coming at your tasks or your approach just in general in the workplace to filtering everything for its kind of productivity or its priority or its effectiveness as opposed to just jumping on whatever tasks are available. You need to really build that filter into everything you're doing so that you don't get distracted and you don't start working on things that aren't important and that aren't effective. And so some really great productivity tips there. Stick with us. We're going to be back in a minute. We're going to wrap this one up. We're going to give you something, again, that you can do immediately to become more productive. We're back with Matthew Gaddy. He's a productivity coach for engineers. And of course, he's an engineer himself. So Matthew, we talked a lot about a lot of good stuff in this episode around productivity and how people can become more productive. We have a lot of engineers listening now or watching on YouTube, and they're saying, this is great. I want to be more productive. Matthew's making a lot of sense of what he's saying, but how do I actually do it? What's the first step I can take right now to start to become more productive? What would you say to them? First thing I would say, it kind of harkens back to what we talked about before. Get a sheet of paper out. Get rid of your phone for maybe 15, 20 minutes. Take a pen and start writing down. What are my top three things I want to get out of this position that I'm in right now? This may fall in line with your own goals and objectives that were given to you by your boss. This might be something that you've determined for yourself. But what are the three things I want to get out of this position? Just write those three down. Next, what you're going to do on that same sheet of paper below those, you're going to write down every pending task that you have right now. One of our big problems is we don't know what we really have to do. So how can we be productive in our actions when we really don't know how, what to do? This is why we say get rid of your phone and just write down every task, brain dump, everything that you have to do that's pending, write that down. Now look at your top three goals that you want to have to come out of your position and start matching up your pending tasks and say, where does this pending task fit on these three goals? If it applies, write next to it, one, two, or three. If it doesn't, we're not going to put anything on there. Once that happens, you should have numbers next to the pending task, and you'll know that these are your most productive tasks. These are the tasks that are going to lead you to the goals that you've set for yourself. The ones that don't have numbers next to them doesn't mean we not we can't do them because sometimes there's just things we have to do, but they have to be deprioritized. I want you guys to look at the numbered goals and prioritize those. Do those first. When you come into work, first thing you do, don't check email. Work on those tasks that will get you towards your goals. Check your email afterwards. Don't let the whirlwind of emails and phone calls get you. And by prioritizing those tasks and deprioritizing the things that aren't going to get you where you want to go, you'll begin to take more productive steps. You begin to take steps towards where you want to be. Man, that's awesome. And what I really like about what Matthew said there is 
a lot of times as engineers, when we think of productivity, we think of looking at it in a real, you know, micro sense and drilling down on all these little things. But the approach that you're laying out, Matthew, is you need to first look at the big picture, the 30,000 foot view, look at where you want to go, look at what's around you, it's affecting that. And then you can kind of look at your tasks and what's kind of going to drive you towards that. That sounds great because I feel like once you get too locked in, if you get too locked in from the beginning, it's going to be hard to see where all the actions are actually taking you. Yeah. So you get lost in the sauce. Exactly. And then you can then become not productive, which is you know the opposite of what we're trying to accomplish here. All right. So great stuff, Matthew. Where can our listeners and viewers connect with you or kind of keep up with you on some of these productivity tips? Obviously, LinkedIn. I would love to connect with you guys on LinkedIn. Send me a connection request. Let me know that you guys, that you heard me on this podcast. And that's a great way. If you have any questions about productivity, reach out to me there. Also, reach out to me at matthewgaddy.com, gaddy, G-A-D-D-Y.com. Or send me an email, matthew at matthewgaddy.com. Any questions that you have, any way that I can help you, I would love to help you. Productivity is something I'm very passionate about. So if it's within my wheelhouse and I feel like I can produce a solution for you, I would love to talk to you about it. That's great. And Matthew, thank you so much for taking some time and joining us on the Engineering Career Coach Podcast. Thank you for having me. You guys have a great day. I hope you enjoyed our first episode of 2020 on the subject of productivity a super important topic for those of you really looking to have a great 2020. As always, we'd love to hear your feedback, comments, and or questions. You can visit our website at engineeringmanagementinstitute.org. Look for the Engineering Career Coach episode 219, that's 219. There you'll find a summary of the key points discussed in today's episode, as well as links to any of the resources, websites, or books mentioned during the episode. And please remember to check out our upcoming session of the Engineering Management Accelerator online workshop. This is people skills training for young and aspiring engineering managers. It starts in mid-February, our next session. You can check out the details and get enrolled at engineer2manager.com. That's engineer2manager.com. We're also launching a sister program, the Project Management Accelerator course, so that we can help engineering managers build both people and project management skills. More on that soon. Until next time, I wish you the best in all of your engineering endeavors. Happy New Year. The strategies that you heard in this episode will be of no use to you unless you take action and start to implement them in your career immediately. To help you do that, we have designed a system that you can use at engineeringmanagementinstitute.org. It combines live monthly webinars with PDHs, plus a private forum giving you access to coaches and premium content focused on helping you build your management and leadership skills. Join us for our next live webinar at engineeringmanagementinstitute.org and we'll help you engineer your own success.